one one. A.K.A. the Black Prime Minister of Puerto Rico, part-time Puerto Rican, that's me. We got QD Cold-Blooded, A.K.A. the Silver Surfer on the Boards, and we are the Peakness Podcast. He really is the surfer on the boards. Niggas had uh, technical difficulties. <laughs> you wouldn't have known that if I didn't say shit. Nope. <laughs> ain't got nobody. <laughs> but it got fixed, it got fixed. End of the day, it's, it's fixed. Don't worry about it. Oh, man. Q, sound off the chant of champions, my elegant Negro. Peakness. For yourself. This this chant's for Peakness. you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate Peakness. it. This chant's for you. Y'all don't understand how hard this man works behind the scenes. Y'all don't get it. This man needs all the awards. All of them. They're his. I got to start punching niggas in the face for his awards. Hand them over. <laughs> We're taking them. Strong arming them. <laughs> Ah, I can feel the niggardry in my limbs after the chant. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Peakness Podcast, episode three. We back. Man, how was your how was your week, man? Last week. Man, fantastic. Uh shit was real relaxed. It rained hellas. So yeah. it was real sad outside. But, yeah, it was real sad. But niggas ain't sad, so. It's a, man, ain't that the truth? Yeah. Like, nigga, um, I'm so bro- I'm so broke that I was afraid to go to sleep. Like, like, <laughs> like that's nigga. I unplugged everything in my home. Just I'm like, yo, I can't have these bills going up any higher. It's that vacation shit, man. It's like I was doing too much, and then I'm like, oh shit, I got rent to pay. <laughs> it's just so I'm, I'm I'm paying for this shit right now, fam. I'm like, yo, man, I am one good. Pusha T verse away from selling drugs. <laughs> like, if Pusha T drops a hot verse, that's it. I'm fucking outside. I'm outside. Every day I think about selling drugs. Bricks. <laughs> Bricks. A lot of them. <laughs> it wouldn't be fair for me to be a drug dealer, man. It would be like giving Jesus Christ a Glock with a switch on it if I was a <laughs> drug dealer. Like, I'm already handsome. If you give me drug money to go along with my handsomeness, like, that's just unfair. Like, niggas who don't like me, I'm going to start fucking with they shorties just for sport. <laughs> like, just because I could do it. Nigga don't like me? All right. I'm telling your chick to come over, and I'm going to ask her to get in a bathtub full of barbecue sauce like, and sing Powerline songs to me from the Goofy movie. <laughs> and she going to do it. She's going to do it. Because, mm-hmm, look at what that money make a bitch do. What money do? <laughs> I'm going to have sweet baby rays all over the areolas. She's going to be singing eye to eye. <laughs> That's cinema, my boy. 
It's <laughs> good cinema. Oh, man. Oh, shit, we had uh, 50 of your hip-hop. Oh, yeah. Congratulations okay. to that. That, man, that need a hand clap. clap. Clap it up. Let's get a lot of chat. Get, yeah. Give him a chat for that, too. Get the peakness. Peakness for hip-hop. Peakness. A lot of peakness. Peakness. Like, hip-hop, what the fuck will we be doing without hip-hop? Like, I, I think about that all the time for, like, older niggas that was, like, growing up in, like, let's say from, like, late 60s to, like, when, when hip-hop come in? 73? 73. Three? Yeah, okay. 50. Yeah, because that'd be 50 years. So, 73. Yeah, so, right. 1970, what the fuck was you niggas doing? Like, what was y'all doing? What was the... Niggas is sliding with Glocks to the Isley Brothers. Yep. Niggas was loading <laughs> up to that doo-wop, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that, that Temptation Otis music That Motown <laughs> That Motown sound Hey Smokey Robinson Is a fucking crazy ass nigga man Like <laughs> you ever, If you ever have time Just like Google him He needs a documentary That motherfucker He was doing the drug drugs Boy I'm like god damn Sipping that wine <laughs> Doing that time <laughs> He knew Gang banging <laughs> Like I wanna thank hip hop for allowing me to spend the better part of my youth getting held up by my friends while thick-ass women twerk on me. I have hip-hop to thank for that. Beautiful. I wore a white tee longer than the Lord of the Rings movies. <laughs> and the, all you could see when I was wearing them white tees was my fucking ashy ankles. <laughs> that is it, because a nigga was always hooping and going straight to the teenage clubs. <laughs> That's, shout out the Saints. Shout out the Saints. Shout out to the Palace. <laughs> shout out to the Limelight. <laughs> the Limelight. St. Louis. Real St. Louis shit. We was outside, man. We was really outside. Man, hip-hop is really that shit, man. I was wearing two headbands on my head. Thanks to Nelly. Yes. <laughs> Backwards jerseys. Nick's had wristbands on everything. Ri bro, bro, we had wristbands, two headbands. Well, y'all lucky we had the Iverson sleeve in that bitch. Boy. <laughs> Nick, niggas was ready to hoop, too. You, you had basketball shorts on underneath the jabos. We had, we had, hey, that was musty behavior on our part, fam. That was very, I, I will admit, that was very musty behavior. No, I know damn well I ain't washed them shorts in weeks. <laughs> like, it made zero sense. I have clean jeans on, clean-ass drawers, clean, like, wife beater. But then I'm not watching these basketball shorts. <laughs> just, we just we just hoop and then go straight to the mall. Like, <laughs> like what kind of life was I living? I'm fucking like a second pair of drawers, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Like that made no sense. Though we we're not talking about like the shorts now, like the small shorts. We talk about long yeah. and one hot sauce. Skip to my loose Ooh. shorts. Fuck's big as hell, boy. I want y'all to, all the audience, I want y'all to Google TJ Ford's <laughs> pick with the bucks. That's the type <laughs> of shorts we were wearing, fam. The, again, you can only see our shoes. You couldn't see no, none of our legs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck we was doing and one tricks and shit with them long ass shorts on. Wait, I hold up. I got, I got a crazy question for you. It might be kind of hard. If... Name three hip-hop albums that made you feel like, yo, I really love hip-hop. It don't have to be the best ones. Just three albums, three hip-hop albums that you can think of mm. that you was like, damn, I really love rap. 
I really love hip hop. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go doggy style Snoop Dogg. Classic. I'm gonna go the cool Lupe Fiasco. <laughs> Another classic. And I'm probably gonna go. Uh, graduation, Kanye. Oh, damn. Those are three classic albums. I have to. This shit happened to me recently. So, first one is Bizarre Ride to the Far Side. I caught on to that shit very late. And I was just like, yo, this is probably some of the greatest shit I've ever heard. And then I go to look to see when it came out. It's like 91. I'm like, yeah. God damn, these niggas is nice. Yeah. Like, they was doing this in 91? That, that was crazy. See, I, I, mean, I ain't even, well, Snoop Dogg was a golden era, but. Right. Like, there's so many golden era albums. I remember Quest Love saying on the, uh, the Tribe Called Quest documentary, he was like, he called it the last great day of hip hop. And it was the day that, I think it was like the day that Doggy Style dropped. That, all these albums dropped on the same day. It was Doggy Style, Midnight Marauders, and Enter the 36 Chambers. And those are all just monsters. <laughs> and yeah. from, from different types of records, too, yeah. at, on top of that. Each, dropped on the same day. Each Coast. That is insane. Right. Wu-Tang Clan, possibly the greatest hip-hop group in history. Snoop Dogg is still getting paid for being Snoop Dogg. <laughs> like, what? That's a, Snoop Dogg has an argument to be the greatest rapper that ever lived. Just not on some skill set shit. Just talking on some straight up, like, yo, that is the greatest rap. He, niggas, see, we got to go hip hop. Longevity. Niggas don't remember what Biggie said on track two of Life After Death. I'm in the crib trying to sell records like who? Snoop. Like, that. Snoop is the greatest rapper that ever lived. Oh, matter of fact, while we here, rest in perfection to Magoo. Yes, indeed. Rest in perfection. I need peakness for Magoo. Peakness. I need peakness. They've been, they been playing with my boy Magoo. Peakness. I'm going to tell you why they've been playing with him. Here's the thing. We don't get to the anime and nerd shit talk, but this is hip-hop. <laughs> Without hip-hop, I wouldn't even be watching anime. That's the facts. Hey. That's the facts for me. But they've been playing with Magoo for a long time, and I'm going tell you why. All those lists that, that would be like the worst rappers of all time lists, Magoo's name would always be on it, and I never understood it. Like, of course, there would be a verse, a questionable verse. I'm like, yeah, that sucked. But the way he said it, when you hear it, like, damn, he made that shit sound ill. Yeah. Like, that's that's a skill. That's yeah. a very good skill. Not what you say, how you say it. Yeah. That nigga could literally say terrible lines and make that shit sound like, what the fuck is the bird, 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 <laughs> the bird bird's the, the word. word? He made that shit sound fire that we were saying that shit as kids. Shh. Like, and here's another, here's the thing. I could make the argument, even though I don't like to argue, I can make the argument that Timberland and Magoo and Missy saved hip-hop. I can, because niggas forget, you got to do your homework and do your research. When Pac died in 96, that was huge. Biggie died six months later, I think six or seven months later. Yeah. That was huge. Hip-hop was lost. They was just like, yo, we just lost two titans. Two titans in under a year, in under six months. What the fuck are we going to do? Now, there's two pillars. The other, the other pillar is Puff Daddy, because he came out with his debut, I think, that summer. It was in 97. Mm -hmm. So he came out with No Way Out, 
Mon- all about the Benjamins. Been around the world. More money, more problems. Monsters. I'll be missing you. All hits. That's one aspect. But then, on the other side, the most important record came out that low-key saved hip-hop. The Rain by Missy Misdemeanor Elliott. And people was like, yo, <laughs> right? why is she in this fucking trash bag? What is this shit? And, but you, I remember, I don't really remember, but it was, I remember hearing it on the radio as, like, as a kid and thinking to myself, like, I should not like this, but my mind is, like, telling me to groove with it. Like, kind of saying, like, yo, nah, nigga, this shit is ill. Yeah. Like, my like my subconscious is some shit. And I'm like, yo, this is the most, like, intriguing-ass record I ever heard. And then, of course, Timbaland's production is just godly. Like, it's just... Another level. Yeah, another world of his own. Ahead of his time. Now, the Missy Super Duper Fly came out that summer, too. And then months later, the same year, Welcome... Timbaland Magoo's... Debut album came out that year. Up jumps the boogie, changed the game. Changed everything. Like, yo, these the basement crew, them niggas couldn't miss. Cause that nigga, the year before, Timbaland did Aaliyah, One in a Million, and he had Genuine's album the year before his debut. So he was already, he had an RB on Smash. <laughs> then this nigga's like, all right, it's time to get the rap shit going. Mm. Up jumps the, come on, man. Magoo, Magoo is a part of that. Like, yeah. niggas gotta understand, Magoo, Magoo is a part of that. He's a part of history. That's why I don't like lists like that. Like, who's, every rapper contributes to something. And that, he's a part, he, Magoo is a part of history of saving hip-hop. There was a lot of great records in 97, but those two records spearheaded, like, all right, we gonna be all right. Yeah, we took a big loss, but the game is gonna be okay. But I w- if I did make a list, on some hate and shit like that, <laughs> some shit that made me hate hip hop, hip hop and shit, swag surfing. I hate that song with a fucking passion now, man. I, bruh, you should see me in every event that plays that shit. I'm the lone short nigga standing in the middle, standing straight and upright while everyone is crouched down like fucking idiots, moving side to side. Get the fuck out of here. That is now my song to go straight to the bar. And get more drinks. I'm gonna let these doofuses drink out. <laughs> right. They need y'all need to switch it up. Play drama left, right, left, nigga. That, <laughs> so yeah, y'all wanna move side to side so bad. Play that shit. I'm like, I'm sick of that shit. That that that's one of the worst things to happen in hip. I hate swag surfing, man. I hate that song now. I used to I used to fuck with it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I used to like it. Back when it came but, out, like <laughs> but <laughs> I was wearing a long ass polo. <laughs> Long ass colorful double XL polo. <laughs> but man, get the fuck. I hate that song, man. That and Tevin Campbell, Can We Talk? Oh my God. Great record. Tevin, Tevin Campbell should have been the next Michael Jackson. But that's another story for another day. But that record is great. I'm just sick of hearing that shit, though. Like, <laughs> yo, like, I hate this song, man. Can y'all start playing Joe to see more, please? If you want to hear niggas talk, Play can can I talk to you, please? Let's play that. The original or the remix? I prefer the original because I'm a G ass nigga. Cause it sounds like, you know, the original is more of like gold LS driving down. Uh nice ass wood grain wheel and shit. But that's just me. It's, I don't want to be too much of a hater, but 
But happy, happy birthday to hip hop. Yes, sir. We are thankful for you. Big time. Because my life was three things. It was music first, anime and nerd shit second, and sports. That's all the fuck I, I gave a fuck about when I was a kid. Like, it, those are the three things. Doing basketball, baseball, football, running track, playing sports, because I'm an athlete, and anime, and then music was at the top, at the very, very top for me. And hip-hop is just a part of that. Like, niggas wouldn't have no drip without hip-hop. Nah. <laughs> Change the game. Shit. It's crazy. It's a crazy thing. Nah, now, anime-wise, man, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I'm behind on shit. <laughs> I, mean, I got back from out of town. And my watch list is just grown. I'm like, God damn, I got to catch up on all this shit. But you know what I've been watching? The Gear 5 Gospel. I told you, give me a peakness again peakness. and double it up. Because Luffy can't miss right now. Peakness. Peakness. It sounds so peakness. good to me. I still got the peakness. headband on for, for that very reason. One Piece fans are still balling. We still getting buckets. We can't stop scoring. We got unlimited game breakers from NBA Street right now. They can't see us. He's on fire. <laughs> Bonafide rolling on the ground with the ball, crossing niggas up left and right like swag surfers. Get it? <laughs> Yo, shout out to Luffy's voice actress. This woman is 68 years young, and she is putting up 50-point games in a championship right now. Her her voice acting is on another level right now. It's crazy. I'm not... Look, I'm not going to say too much because a lot of people was hating, saying, like, oh, that's it? That's all Gear 5 was? I, but then I, I I just... I tweeted out, hey, we about to be eating all month. Y'all don't get it. This is just the beginning. Like, Gear 5 don't stop, stop at episode 1071. We're getting a whole month of this. This is Black History Month. <laughs> His name is Monkey Dontrellius Luffy. <laughs> what more proof do you all need, dog? He Floyd Mayweather jump roped a Yonko. Think about this. He Floyd Mayweather jump rope a Yonko. In the middle of a championship fight. You're supposed to be doing jump rope before the fight. He's doing it during a championship fight. He's fighting for the Yonko title right now. The undisputed championship. To put him as one of the four emperors of the sea. And he out here playing. Playing. Best MC of all time. He is the greatest MC of all time. And we got a whole fucking month of this. Like, imagine, see, can you imagine how Kaido feels right now? Imagine how Kaido feels. Like, boy, I've been beating your ass. For episodes upon episodes, the whole fucking arc, I, I beat the fuck out of you. Put you in jail. Tried to break your spirit and will. And then, just to be clear, he has knocked out Luffy four times. Four times in one arc, you have lost. Or, or Luffy has been unconscious. <laughs> that is insane. He knocked this boy out four times. Just for this man to get back up and act like he off a perk. <laughs> Just running around all over the place doing Popeye shit. I know this is like, I know Kaido is just like, I'm bewildered, bedazzled, <laughs> befuddled. Any white person word you can think of, of confusion, that is what Kaido <laughs> is right now. And he don't understand it. 
It's insane. It's insane. But the, other than One Piece, I'm just, uh, I watched Zom 100, caught up on that. That shit is still the best anime of the season to me. Because um, the last episode, uh, the dude Akira was doing his best My Hero Deku impression. And that, ep- that episode was fire from start to finish. The animation is crazy. They about to go on a break, I heard. I think they, they won't be back until the end of August. So I hope that that don't make the animation drop down for the future episodes. But right now, they, they five for five right now. It's crazy. What else did I watch? Um, I still got to finish JJK, Jujutsu Kaisen, for the people out there. I got to finish that. Because um, I only watched half an episode. No. You know how you be watching some shit and you thought you watched it, but you really didn't watch it? Like, you was there physically, but you didn't really, like, mentally take the <laughs> shit in? That's what happened with the last episode of JJK. I was like, I was there, but then again, I'm, I, fuck it, I was high. I'm sorry, y'all. I was just high. Nothing, <laughs> like, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> right, I was, I was just high. I was smoking, <laughs> listening to Marvin Gaye before on my balcony, just chilling. I'm like, yo, let me watch JJK before I go to bed. That's where I fucked up at. Cause I was probably sleepy too, and I was just watching. Like, oh, okay, that's great. And it and and it doesn't help that I already read JJK, so I'm 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 almost caught up. But I already knew what happened and stuff like that, so I didn't have to pay too much attention to it. But yeah, I got to rewatch that. I watched Bleach today. Caught up on that. Um, they finally gave Renji a win. Shout out to that loser. Um, Rukia's a uh, Bankai. That was crazy. That 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 was nuts. That was fire. And that's pretty much it. Like, like I gotta, I gotta catch up with a lot of more, lot more anime. Oh, hold up, Undead Murder Farce. I, I'm one episode behind, but that's going dumb right now. That might, be, that and Zone 100, man. I, I, I alternate every week because them two showing out right now. And then you got Hulk. That's a sleeper right now. But High Dive is so fucking trash <laughs> that the world may never know. So, but I did. Finally finished the bear. I finally finished. I was I was stuck on episode like eight on season two. I don't know why, and I don't know why I was stuck. It it was cool. I just I just stopped. <laughs> I, I binge watched like the first seven episodes fast as hell, and then once I got the episode eight, I just stopped for some odd reason. But but I finally finished. Now my anxiety can come back down to normal. <laughs> like, watching that shit had me acting different. Boy. <laughs> acting different. You know what I like about the bear? It's, it, it got niggas who can't cook believing they can cook. And I'm niggas. <laughs> it's like, it's I'm the niggas. Like, I made French toast last week, and I was talking to my crew while cooking it. I have no crew. I live alone. I'm just I'm out I'm in my kitchen by myself screaming where's my cinnamon chef (laughs) get that powder over here nigga I thought I ordered 70 pounds of Texas toast (laughs) (laughs) I'm just talking to myself in the kitchen you start after you watch the bear you start acting extra with whatever you cook and eat like niggas be making cinnamon toast crunch (laughs) like spoon chef where's my spoon chef (laughs) oat milk oat milk (laughs) I like how they always say, heard, <laughs> heard. <laughs> a girl sent me some nudes. I'm going to just say, heard. <laughs> She's like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> but yeah, I realized watching that, that you are not truly a chef until you can walk into somebody's household, 
open that refrigerator and make something from shit you see. That's the level I'm trying to get at right now. Like, because I just learned how to cook this year in January. So I'm like, yo, I need to have at least 20, 20 recipes by memory where I don't have to look at shit. I could just go in somebody's crib like, oh, yeah, I need this, 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 and this, and this, and this, and boom, make some shit. That's, that's what I need to do. And then, like, again, like, that, that show was, like, motivating me to learn even more. And so I'm, I'm cooking nigga shit in my kitchen, like, honey hot wings. Then I put a <laughs> crate outside of my balcony and smoke a Newport like Carmi. <laughs> just, like, ah, another, another plate. <laughs> another plate of wings. Well done by me. But, but no, nah, nah, that show, that show hella nerve-wracking, though, fam. That's just, I never thought I could watch a show where it's just like, yo, like, my, it make your adrenaline go up. You ain't even, like, doing shit. What what you think about the, uh, I think it's probably, like, middle of the season, the, uh, where it went back to the cutback scene with their whole family? Fam. Bruh. Fam. The, uh, that was called Fishes. Yeah. Episode six. Uh, when I was watching that episode, dog, it was like, Every man has been through this, so I'm going to use this as an example. Watching Fishes was like, like going to a place with your girlfriend and your two side bitches is in the same place. And you're just like, oh my God, they don't, they know each other, but I hope they all just keep their composure. That's how it is, that, that, that feeling. Yeah. But that, the one thing I, I took away from that episode was one, it was kind of genius to do a flashback at that point because it was a lot of mystery around that, what we call the Brazados. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, like around Carmen's family and his friends too. Like, so all the people that's around him, the family friends and his actual family and why they are. Like, for example, Suge and, and Richie just didn't like each other, but you kind of didn't know why. Like, because the flashback didn't happen yet. And then... Speaking of Richie, like, his relationship with, like, his his daughter, like, all right, we know he a parent, and then he has, he had a wife, what happened, stuff like that. But it was basically, it, the, that episode basically put Michael's death in perspective because it, it was kind of like, all right, Michael and his mom are basically, like, the martyrs of that family. So their mom going crazy and she's like, cause I, I think she was saying, saying shit like, oh, I've been up since 4 a.m. trying to cook for y'all and this and that and the third and she's losing her fucking mind and she's like very narcissistic. And then you have Michael who's very good looking, has, has knows how to talk to people, a people person, but you can tell this nigga is suffering. Like, cause when Carmen gave him like the drawing, like the Christmas present, and he's like breaking down and shit. And then you can see like how he he put that blanket over his head. He looked like Jesus, which was kind of like some religious symbolism of the episode because it was a Christmas Eve episode. Mm. And he just walks outside with a cigarette, which it implies like, oh, he going outside to go get high. Cause like he had the blanket on and shit like that. I'm like, all right, yeah, that's what he on. But that shit was crazy, especially that that tense ass moment with the fork. And where the what's his name Lee that that's their mom's on and off like boyfriend, mm. and he was just telling him, like you're nothing, you ain't shit. So he's already an addict, and then he telling him he ain't nothing. Then it, it 
his place was already kind of failing. Like the beef was failing, but he had all these, he, he seemed like a person that had like a lot of drive and like ideas, just couldn't execute them correct. And then of course, this nigga's on drugs, so that's not going to help either. And then that made sense of why he didn't let Carmen work there. Because he was like, yo, you didn't let me work with you. Because he, he knew, he's like, no, first of all, I'm an I'm a addict, bro. You can't work with me. And he's like, and then the end of season one where you see he left him the money. He's like, he believed in him the whole time. Like, bro, I'm setting this up. Like, because you, you already on drugs. You have mental health issues. So he already, it seemed like, oh, yo, I had this suicide planned out a long time ago. And this is how I'm going to do it. Like, I'm going to leave you the money. I ain't going to touch it. You're going to build this up. Build your own shit and do it better than I could. And that's, and that's some real shit. It, you just seen that he was the domino of everything. Like, so when he passed, like, everybody just, like, <laughs> just dropped and shit like that. They Everybody trying to, like, find their way. Especially, uh, but that, but that episode, I thought episode seven was the best episode. That, one, that was the next one, like... Cause Fishes was crazy. Mom, even though my mom <laughs> drove that fucking car through the fucking house. Boy. That came out of nowhere, dog. I was oh, like, yeah, oh damn. shit. Yeah, they 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 mama boy. Bruh. Like, cause if you if you peep <laughs> on the last episode when uh what's that dude's name? Uh Suge's fiance, the, the dude no one likes. Um The fact dude. Nah, that's uh, uh not not him. Um, the sister's the sister's husband or fiance. Oh yeah, yeah. He Man, was outside talking. No, I can't remember that nigga. Yeah, name. I think his name was Pete. I think. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> he was outside talking to the mom, and the mom was like, "Nah, I can't go in." And I had realized in that moment that was the most selfless thing she could have did because she knew if she would have went in, she would have ruined that shit. She knew, and I thought that was pretty cool where she kind of. Held back and was like, nah, I ain't gonna go in there and fuck up their night. And because mm-hmm. she fucked up the Christmas dinner. Well, a lot would blame Nat or uh, Suge for that because she kept asking if she was okay. And she's like, she let her ass have it. Like, and, but instead of she now fast, because that was that was a five-year like time jump. So fast forward five years and on opening night, and the mom just stays outside, like, nah, I ain't gonna even go in there. I think that's a cool. I think that was like a cool like character arc. But Richie, that motherfucker was my favorite character. Like, and I never thought he would be my favorite character. Like, because in the like the first season, he kind of seemed like he he's like an antagonist. Mm. You know, loud, rude, like don't know what the fuck he be talking about. <laughs> but then like as the two seasons go on, he had the best character arc. Cause that episode, episode seven, that was my favorite episode where he he was basically, it was called Forks, and he was um counting the forks and shit at that nice-ass three-star yeah. restaurant. And he was, you were seeing him morph and transform into, like, this different individual. Like, because you think about it, out of everybody that lost something, he lost the most. He lost his wife. He lost custody of his kid. He lost his best friend to suicide. Um, he He really didn't have shit no more. And he felt like he lost the neighborhood too, because I forgot what episode it was on season one where he was complaining about like, yo, like Chicago ain't Chicago no more. Like this, like I don't know what this is. And it, at the beginning of the episode, he was out on a date or some shit, 
And he was trying to tell like this funny story and joke, kind of how like Mike was. And the girl was just like, I'll get it. Like, I'll... and he was just kind of like, damn, this is where we at with it now. Like, but that whole show just about purpose because he was just trying to find his purpose. Like, and then he finally did find, he's a, he's a person who, who cares, he a caregiver. Like, in that Christmas episode, when he, his wife was pregnant and she was upstairs in the bed and he was trying to get her the Sprite or the, the I think Carmi made him like a Sprite or some shit like that. Yeah. He took it to her and he made like a little goofy face. But you notice when he was dropping his daughter off, he made that same goofy face in like the episodes before. So I'm like, oh, so that's where he got it from. Then when Nat, uh, Natalie was pregnant and she didn't tell nobody yet, and he he knew he was looking at her like ah, oh. and he's like yo, you want a sprite? Fast forward to the be- flashback, he was getting her a sprite. His pregnant wife. I'm like yo, like the way they was like connecting shit in that show was fire, like like super fire. And then again, that episode he had where he was just you seeing him grow this motherfucker pulling up in the Armani suits now, <laughs> like he like he like because he was hitting the snooze button at the beginning of the episode, hellas. But then you start seeing them get more disciplined, more structured, more just, just binding, binding to the program. Cause when dude went off on him outside, like, yo, you ain't gotta like this, but you're gonna respect it. And he's like, yo, respect, I can do. And I'm like, yo, that's that's some real shit. Then he had the, he was the MVP of the fucking night. Uh, the yep. last episode. Came in, dropped 50. Boom. <laughs> like it just niggas, killed niggas, shit. Them niggas about to fumble. Run. That was the only thing I ain't like because we talked about that before. That with the Carmen got stuck in the freezer, hated that shit. I'm like, come on, fam, you can't be doing this. Like, I'd rather them have like some fucking emergency happen and he leaves completely, or like he breaks down to some shit. But him being stuck in the freezer was just kind of like, all right, man, come on, fam. Like, and no one tried to get this motherfucker no out. No urgency. No, no urgency to get him out. They just kept cooking. You mean to tell freeze. me no one didn't need anything else from the freezer for the rest of the night? <laughs> Nobody? Like, yo, that 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 Claire character pissed me off too. She wasn't needed. She, she, <laughs> just, she just wasn't needed. It was she should have been introduced season one and already kind of in it. But then season two, they kind of built her up as like, oh, Carmi's had this crush on her for years since he was a kid. And she just wasn't interesting at all. They, I don't know. They built her up like she was just like this 10 out of 10 woman. And I was like, yo, this is this is whatever. You know what disappointed me too? The black characters. Now, I like Sid. <laughs> I, like, I like Sid. Sid was cool. I just didn't like her character arc. I like the whole, like, her reading the Coach K book. I like that, how she was trying to use sports to, like, be a better leader. I like that part. But I just didn't, it just didn't hit. Like, I thought they could have executed it better. But the big nigga, hate that nigga. That nigga. The dessert nigga? Yes. That nigga pisses <laughs> me off. This, all right, you clearly like this girl, right? Why are you bringing this up on opening fucking night? What an attitude. Acting like a bitch. Like, bro, get the... I was like, I know this nigga is not catching feelings on opening night. Like, what are you doing, fam? He looked like a nigga that reads poetry. I don't like, <laughs> he looks like a nigga that writes poetry. I do not like spoken word niggas. <laughs> I hate spoken, I don't give a fuck. I hate spoken word niggas. He looks like a nigga, ah, I wrote this poem for you. Meanwhile, that bitch is with me doing unspeakable things in my bedroom. <laughs> and I ain't write shit. 
<laughs> he's that type of nigga, man. I can't stand niggas like that. He pisses me off, man. I did like his his episode where he went to Copenhagen. That that episode was fire. But that was like only time I think I like dude. And I like the background, like with his mom and stuff. He take care of his mom. But other than that, he just annoys the fuck out of me. <laughs> that that nigga just be an- he always want to do some shit at the wrong time. Remember he's trying to bring Carmi that fucking her dessert or some shit? Yeah. And Carmi's like, get this shit out of my face, man. <laughs> like, that nigga had a fucking breakdown and left crying and shit. Like, yo, you brought that shit to that nigga the wrong time, fam. Right. Wrong fucking time, like, man. Like, now's not the time for these donuts, nigga. <laughs> take That's the, what it was. Take that shit home. It was the donuts. Take that shit home. Oh, my. Get that <laughs> shit out of here, man. Oh, my God. Every second counts. Apparently not to that nigga. <laughs> Apparently not to Marcus. He didn't get it. <laughs> he didn't get it at all. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I I fuck with the bear. It's, it's just a really good show. I so I bought into the hype. Everybody was trying to get me to watch that shit for the longest. I'm like, yo, y'all was right. Thank y'all for telling me to watch that shit. That shit is fire. I wanna ask you something, man. Another question. Could you date? I don't know how to... You're kind of an anime watcher. Like, you know, you... So... Dibble and dabble. Dibble and dabble in it. <laughs> so I'll, I'll put it in your term, sports. Could you date someone who just didn't give a fuck about sports? And what I mean by not give a fuck is... Like, if you wanted to go, like, to a basketball game or a baseball game, she would be like, no, nah, I don't want to. Like, you know, I'm not into that, so I don't want to do it. Mm. Would you be okay? Would you would you be able to work around that? Yeah, I don't see why not. Okay, I mean, it you don't gotta like everything I'm into, and it, exactly. could be, it could be vice versa. I'm probably not gonna like everything you into, but it's all about support. Now, now, what if the support's <laughs> not there? So, for example, you're playing a game and they don't want to go to the game because they don't like sports. Would that be a problem? I was playing in the game. Yeah. Yeah, it probably because I like you know you want people there to support you, and right? Shit okay. like that, and that shit matter. Even if you know you're not into it, at least you know the effort. That's the most right. important they, thing. Because you be like, I know my woman <laughs> don't like sports, but she is here for me. Right. I ain't saying you got to come to every game, but like if we in the championship game, you know. Oh, you better have your ass yeah, there. Yeah, right. <laughs> I need I need to see you in the stands with slushy, <laughs> cheering me on. Hopefully, you have a sign made. <laughs> but that's neither here or there I'm asking that question because I was talking to my other homie About like Cause I had asked this question a long time ago On social media probably a couple months ago I'm like yo could you date somebody who didn't watch anime And I can I can I have Like but A lot of people was giving like Little snide ass like comments Like oh man y'all think watching anime Is a personality trait I didn't say that Never said that. I'm just asking a question. So apparently, I hurt some niggas. <laughs> but all I was, and the funny part is, all I date is women that don't watch anime, fam. Nerdy girls are afraid of me. Don't know why. Like, it's the weirdest shit. Like, hood bitches love me. Girls who don't fuck with anime at all love me. But when it comes to, like, nerdy girls, they just kind of like, eh, I don't know about him. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a good guy. I'm a, I'm a harmless guy. Harmless. But for some reason, these these nerd the most nerdy girls I have the most issues with. Mm. And I, I I don't understand it. I don't get it. 
Because I'm nerdier than them. Mm. So, <laughs> Maybe it's the opposites attract type thing. Well, okay. like... I have to try super hard with them. It's like, <laughs> why are you making me try this hard? I don't get it. Like, I remember... I remember I was... Uh, I was dating this shorty. She had, like, texted me. And, she, you know, she's like, yo, what are you doing? And at the time, I was like, yo, I'm watching this uh, movie called Ghost in the Shell. For those who don't know who Ghost in the Shell is, it's like a classic anime movie made in, I think, like the early 90s, late 80s. I couldn't, I think it's the early 90s. But anyway, she was like, what's that? So I, I tell her what it is and, and whatever. And uh, I think she like Googled it. And she had texted me back, oh, your grown ass like cartoons? <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> your grown ass is watching cartoons. She was getting like real disrespectful, and then I, I had to tell myself, "I'm like, yo, I gotta get rid of this bitch." Like she, like she being like disrespectful to me right now. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I really gotta get rid of her." After I clap these cheeks, because that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> I, well, I needs that boy. Well, that ass was so fat. It was a duty to society to let that anime slander slide. I had to let that. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Take one for the team. <laughs> fuck anime for tonight. And then when I double back in eight months after you see, after I see you doing like hookah in a club, I'm gonna take you home with me. <laughs> that's that's a, that's a good feeling that people that dudes don't understand. Like you be messing with like a girl, and then y'all y'all fall out for whatever reason. And it don't even gotta be a bad fallout. Y'all just drift apart. And then, like, nine months later, you bump into her unexpectedly in a lounge somewhere. <laughs> like, oh, fancy seeing you here. What's up? And then, you know, you have a couple drinks. And then she goes home with you. It's one of the best feelings ever. Like, oh, damn, yeah, we still got it. We still got it. It's like a, it's like an old anime that comes on, like, streaming platforms that you ain't seen in a minute. And, you've, and you catch it on the weekend that you off work. It's like the best feeling. Oh, I could sit and binge this and remember the memories and why I fucked with it. It's the same way. Like, but yeah, that that girl, I'm hey, I don't know. I don't think she'll listen to this, but if you do listen to this, <laughs> <laughs> I still like you. Like, I still fucks with you. Like, for hey, that girl was so that girl was uncomfortably thick, fam. Uncomfortably thick. You ever seen a woman so thick she make you shiver? <laughs> Like, it's like, yo, ooh, oh my God. Like, got your body moving. She ain't nowhere near me. Like, no, but I was like, yo, I that's I, all I've ever dated is women who didn't watch anime at all. Mm. And it, I, I always thought that was interesting. Now, now that I got a little name now in like anime fandoms and shit, a couple people know me. Now people are like, all right, the, the nerdy women are finally giving me a chance. Like, they was just like, nah, we not messing with him. We not. You would have swore I was ugly. That's not the case. I'm very handsome. And they tell me I'm handsome until it's time to actually do dating shit. <laughs> not letting me, not letting me live, man. But yeah, but no, nah, I will say this though. Now that anime is like a part of my life now, because I do like content for it, it'd be kind of hard for me to date a woman that don't fuck with anime like I used to. Like, because I'm always watching it. I'm I'm always consuming it, like, for for content. Because I got to know what the fuck I'm talking about when I do speak on things. So, now, everything I do, she got to be, she got to be into the anime with me. But, I don't know. That's, that's going to be a bridge 
that I'll cross if I ever cross that shit. But I, but I'm, but you, but we both have the same mindset though. Like you're supposed to. That's just a hobby. That's just that's not that's not a part of their personality for real, for real. Like it's just a it's what they do. Like I don't like reality fucking TV. <laughs> but you know how I many fucking reality TVs I watch against yeah. my fucking will. Hey. Like. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I can definitely attest to that. Why the fuck do I know housewives' <laughs> names? Why do I? Why do I know Nene? Bull. <laughs> why do I know Candy? Well, I know Candy's from Escape, but but who else was on that show? Kendra. Why do I know fucking Kendra? Like I don't give a fuck about this shit. But I I will do that because I fuck with shorties. Like I mean, yo, you 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 my girl, so I'm gonna do what you do. Like, cause I would want the same respect. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, it wouldn't even it wouldn't even bother me if she was like, I don't ever want to watch anime with you. That's cool. Cause I, again, I'm I'm more so like I like you for other shit. I like you for you. You know what I'm saying? Like that it, it's not a deal breaker. That's the word I was looking for. It's not a deal breaker. Cause I'm one of those people that like, yo, I just like hanging with my girl. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck what we do. I'm with her. So everything is good. Everything is 100. Everything is peakly. You know what I'm saying? But you got some motherfuckers, some nerds. It be it be the niggas that don't get pussy talking about what they do, won't do, and can do, and all this other shit. <laughs> I can't have no woman who don't watch anime. Nigga, get some coochie first. Then come back and have this conversation, my boy. You out here with Dorito dust on your fingers. <laughs> Looking crazy. Got powdered donut residue on your lips. Talking about what you, what you gonna take and not take. Get the fuck out of here, fam. Like, and yeah, them niggas be overly horny, too. Like, <laughs> like, why are you so, why are y'all so horny, man? I feel like, I feel like we are living in a world or a society right now where sex is everywhere. Now, no, I'm not sh- contributing to this. I, I no. mean, I am contributing. No, I, was, I was just talking about clapping cheeks a couple <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> like, <clears throat> but I do it in a funny, interesting way. These niggas is just flat out horny. Like, they either super sad or super horny. There's no in between, fam. Niggas is sad or they're horny or both. Like, I'm one of those people where I don't know if I'm if I'm heartless, but if you if you just sad all the fucking time, I'm I'm gonna be the nigga to tell you to shut the fuck up. Like, shut the fuck up, fam. Go to therapy. Go to therapy. Yeah. Get help, fam. Cause I, I I'm one of those people that. If I'm having a good day, I'm not trying to see no sad shit. Nah. I'm having a good-ass day. And y'all either sad or talking about, I don't know, I need a bitch to ride my face. Nigga, it's 9 a.m. It's 9 a.m. <laughs> Why aren't you at work? Why You aren't, you're tweeting this on work hours, fam? Like, what are you doing? Like, it's, it's like that video of the nigga that was tweeting horny shit with his homies around. Why are you tweeting this with your homies around? <laughs> <laughs> like, what kind of niggas are y'all? Nigga, you're way too comfortable. All right, fuck them horny niggas. Go to commercial. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is up? My name is Benny D. Greenhorn. And these are things that got me fucked up. You know what got me fucked up? Banana flavoring. Why the fuck does banana flavoring exist? Banana laughing taffy? Banana non-laters? What the fuck? Shit tastes like dishwasher soap. 
can't fuck with it. Why the fuck are there banana popsicles? Why are y'all still putting banana popsicles in the fucking boxes, fam? Nobody wants that shit, dawg. Them shits are in the back of the uh, freezer, getting freezer burned for all eternity. Got my mama mad at me. Oh, you got popsicles in there? Nobody want them fucking root beer banana popsicles, fam? We ate the cherries. We ate the grapes. We ate the blue raspberries. It's time to go back to the store and re-up. But we can't. Because we got nine banana popsicles just sitting there from eight summers ago. All right. That's my segment for things that got me fucked up. I don't know. I even fucked up the word segment. See how bad these things got me fucked up? All right. Back to the people's podcast. I love you all. Fuck banana flavor. Ah. Cue my elegant Negro. <laughs> Give me our heel music. Yes. Peep, 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 peakness power rankings. We do our own ad libs, nigga. <laughs> peep, peep, peakness power rankings. <laughs> oh, we in for a treat. The villains are here. Many a titty are coming our direction. Chicken palm plates, fish plates with spaghetti, cause we from the loo. We, we eat fish with spaghetti. Yes, we do. Like we supposed to. Like a real one's supposed to. Anyone, anyone tell you different, they sleep with their socks on. <laughs> don't don't trust them. At all. Alright, we good. We good. They get the point. Heel music is complete. Now, speaking of horny Negroes, <laughs> I'm going to do y'all a favor. This is going to be a special PPR for you on this episode. So this is what we're going to do. I'm going to give you the power rankings, the Peakness power rankings, of the five anime that are the best anime to watch during anime and chill with a shorty. That's if Y'all are getting shorties out there. <laughs> so again, a lot of y'all are a little too horny, a lot going on, doing too much, and it scares me. But Benny D. Greenheart, QD Cold Blooded, we are here to help. We're not here to judge. Well, I I can do both. I'll judge you niggas and <laughs> I'll help you. I'm I, I like to see the betterment of black humans. Betterment of niggas. <laughs> the betterment of niggas. <laughs> That's the name of this episode, if, <laughs> if they allow it. <laughs> I'm going to have to put some asterisks in that. <laughs> I'm going to put the betterment of ninjas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's anime related. There you go. They'll get it. So, if a baddie has the privilege of coming into your home and she's down for anime and chill, then this peakness power rankings is for you. For all the coochie connoisseurs out there. Ooh, that's a good title too. Coochie Connoisseur. Options. Options. <laughs> Options. <laughs> I love it. So without further ado, let me give you the five anime in the Peakness Power Rankings that are the best anime and chill anime. Number five, Black Lagoon. Now, I know what you're thinking. Benny, you are insane for recommending Black Lagoon as the anime to anime and chill to. 
hear me out. I have given many of booty rubs while watching Black Lagoon. Once she sees Revy Two Hands, she's going to think that you're all for women empowerment. Nothing more empowering than a woman holding two blickies and really about that life. She really letting them things go. Black Lagoon is interesting. It's not boring. I remember, I remember one time I had Black Lagoon playing in the background while I'm smashing this shorty. I'm, I'm administering back shots and the gunshots in the anime are going off at the same time. It was like the stars aligned and shit. Like, yo, it, it was the perfect moment. <laughs> it was the perfect moment. It was like eating barbecue chicken while hearing Earth, Wind, and Fire. It was just made for each other. It was just happening. It was the perfect set of circumstances. That's why I got to put Black Lagoon at five. All right, number four. Hajime no Ippo. That's a boxing anime, a classic boxing anime, classic anime, period. But that that anime is perfect for a little date night thing because that, that'll show Shorty that you all about perseverance in the grind. And you can lie to her about saying you used to box. Every nigga does that shit. And that shit annoys the hell out of me, fam. Every, <laughs> every fight that be on... Be a little boxing match. Oh, you know, I used to box at Woes, you know what I mean? You know, I used to be out. You know, I had to quit, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I had to, you know, high school started, got a little job. You know, I had to play football, but I had to quit <laughs> boxing. Like, no, nah, nigga, you didn't box, nigga. You used to get your ass beat in these streets. Niggas <laughs> 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 getting cooked. Niggas was getting cooked in the streets. You just, niggas don't even know how to put on boxing tape, fam. You don't even know how to tape your hands. Stop it. Stop it, fam. I hate when niggas do Oh, you know how I used to box? <laughs> oh, really? Enlighten me, bro. <laughs> what's your, what's your win-loss record? Where you, did you go amateur? Did you get golden gloves, bro? How far did you make it? And why am I seeing you getting your head smacked off every time I see you? I just... <laughs> a nigga poured a drink on you, fam. You ain't do shit. <laughs> it just got cooked out here, fam. <laughs> but yeah, watch Hajime no Ippo. She's going to think it's adorable. She's going to love it. And again, again, you can lie about your boxing career to her while it's playing. It's perfect. Now, number three. I'm going to have to go Samurai Champloo. Now, Speaking of like 50 years of hip hop and that, that's the perfect anime because that has the best anime intro to me. That's just my opinion. Uh, R.I.P. to uh, Nuji B's. I think it's Nuji Best, Nuji B's. But I call him the Japanese Jay Dilla. Nah, yeah, because that dude is. The heat. Right. And they, they, I think they had the same birthday and I think they passed the same week. It's like some creepy shit. Like, it was like, yo, that's like the super creepy. But. Yeah, Samurai Shampoo, like, yeah. Once she hear that intro, Shorty gonna be hooked. And she gonna think, oh, this man really him. This, this man is really him. I might want to show him a left titty tonight. And that's the good titty. <laughs> you in there. Go ahead and play that, fam. That's, that is the perfect shit to watch. You know what I'm saying? With your Shorty. Or with, with a lovely lady. That was what? That was three. So we're gonna go to two. This one. This should be a given. Inuyasha. She's going to think you're a man of culture. You put that on. All the bad bitches love Inuyasha. 
I think I just said that shit wrong as hell. <laughs> and it's deserved, though. <laughs> it's deserved. Inuyasha is an anime that has everything. History, culture, romance, comedy, drama, action, amazing music, great characters, important messages, amazing dub, a perfect versatile anime. She gonna ride your face while watching that, fam. It's easy money. With consent, of course. We don't do that <laughs> creep shit over here, buddy. The Peakness Podcast, we beat niggas up. That's creeps. <laughs> That's what we on, fam. We don't do that. <laughs> we don't mess with the swine, my brother. <laughs> Put some bean pies on the grill. <laughs> <laughs> now, number one on this list. This is the one. This is the one where, all right, if you need a buzzer beater, if you if you think like, yo, this date is going perfect, you know, we trust each other, we enjoying each other's company, she's asking to come over to my place. See, that's the thing. Before I give you the number one, that's the thing. Number one, I don't like people in my home. So I, I rarely <laughs> ask women to come over. I let them do that themselves. So I'd rather, I'm all about like, yo, let's go out. Let me pick you up or you want me to meet you there. Let's go out, do some shit. I always, I'm not a ball in your court type of guy, but when it comes to my home, I am. I'm like, look, I'm not about to ask you to come over to my place. None of that. It's always, it's see, you know, I, women ain't got no game. So it's always some, when you going to cook for me? Ah, oh, here we go. <laughs> oh shit So just say you want to come over Just just say you want to come over Don't, don't, don't Come on, you, you can do better than this But I love it, I love it I fall for it every time <laughs> I fall for it every time But I always leave that ball in their court Like hey, do you mind if I come over? <sighs> Let me think about it And then I get back to them usually I get, Niggas think I be playing I don't like people coming to my home Unless you, unless you my brother's only my brothers could come over. I'd give my brothers a key if I could. Like, but when it comes to like, like the dating, my dating life, nah, I, I'd rather pull up to your spot, you know what I'm saying, than mine. I'm gonna take my gun with me, my backpack, <laughs> my skincare products. I'm good to go. And my silk, uh, my silk rag for my hair, I'm good. But them coming over, uh, do you really deserve? To be over here Did you really earn this We have to we, Fellas We gotta get back to that We gotta get, We too easy <laughs> Oh you can come over What do you mean You just met her man What's wrong with you You don't even You don't even know What her feet look like yet <laughs> <laughs> Like come on man Actually that'd be a bad thing If she ain't showed you Your feet yet on a date You going to the wrong places My brother <laughs> Well Of course you have The, the usual suspects You got your top golfs you know, uh, what else? Bowling, stuff like that. Little activities. They'll they'll probably wear some shoes, like some sneakers. But you got to switch up. You got to you got to take her to one of them steakhouses. <laughs> you know, them steakhouses in your city, fam. That's when you know shit is getting real. <laughs> take her to one of them steakhouses, my boy. Get it going. She gonna have to feed out. Then that's when that's when you'll know. That's when you know. But the number one, the number one animator play when she come over. Sailor Moon. This is the Holy Grail, the secret weapon, the annexation of Puerto Rico. 
Shout out to all the people who've seen Little Giants. You know what's up. You know the annexation of Puerto Rico. This is what you do. I'm going to give you a play-by-play for the Sailor Moon play. When she come over, watch a random episode of Sailor Moon. Not the first episodes. I give her, I give her a pre-rolled joint of her own. That's her go-to joint. Or not go-to, her to-go joint. My bad, y'all. That's her to-go joint. I tell her to take that joint home after she leave here. Smoke it when you're thinking of me. But I want you to think of the money first and fish plates and then think of me. I like a woman that think about the money. Think about leveling up and then think about me. You know what I'm saying? You're going to think about me regardless because I'm me. It's Benny. It's me. The handsome Hokage. You can't not think of me. But I'm secure in who I am. So I already know she's going to think of me. I don't need to tell her to do that. But I like to give women parting gifts. Here's a, here's a nice little joint you can, can have. Like, and then I roll one up to smoke while we there, too, if she down to smoke. You know? But I do that because I want women at their best when they deal with me. I want your money flourishing. I want your skin flourishing. The bankroll flourishing. I want you to manifest all of that when you smoke that joint. And then think of me, you know what I'm saying? I want you at your best when I'm with you. You know what I'm saying? And then we smoke another joint together watching Sailor Moon. You'll be at the top of her list after this, my nigga. Trust me. Trust Benny on this, man. I'm not, I'm not about to lead y'all astray, man. I'm not. This is what it is. But those are the five anime. Let me run them down to you. Again, Black Lagoon, Hajime no Ippo, Samurai Champloo, um, Inuyasha, and Sailor Moon. This, I'm telling you, don't watch the beginning episodes of Sailor Moon. Hit those middle joints. You got you to make it look like you... Because you don't want to be no, no dude like, oh, you're just doing this because I'm here type dude. No, watch Sailor Moon, period, because Sailor Moon is the shit. Watch it for yourself first and then do the play. You know what I'm saying? Then do the play. Make sure you got some weed. If she fuck with weed, have her a pre-roll joint for her and her only. You got to be you got to be different, man, because y'all be doing the same shit, man. You can't be putting hard eyes on the comments, man. Come on. Grow up, nigga. Grow up. We're, we're, we're better than this. We're better. I, I like to think that we're better than this, <laughs> but putting hard eyes, not being direct in DMs. Why are you still saying WYD in DMs and text messages? Why are you niggas afraid to shoot your shots? Y'all need to be LaMelo Ball. Y'all know the picture. He's pointing at half court. He's telling the ops, I'm about to pull up right here for this deep three. And it's going in. You need to pull up with that same confidence. I need y'all to start taking women, like flying women out to Costa Rica for first dates. Like... (laughs) If you, I know that sounds like some wife shit. Like, like yo, like this nigga's crazy. But I, I, I guess I'm one of those people who like to be in people's memories for like just some outlandish shit, and that's some outlandish shit. Like, hey, our first date is in Costa Rica. <laughs> so even if we don't work out, right? No nigga in your life in the future is topping that as a first date. He's like, look, we buy, I'm flying you. We flying to Costa Rica and we watching Sailor Moon out there on the beach. Matter of fact, we're going to get your toes done too. <laughs> all, all, all of the above. We're about to do some elegant shit. Uh, on the beach balcony watching parasailers and shit. Living our life. 
I'm like, yo, no, and, I, and I, I'm just comfortably secure of knowing that no nigga will ever outdo this. <laughs> it's just, because niggas is just too lazy. Too lazy. Can you come over and chill? Y'all niggas is too, y'all niggas' houses is a revolving <laughs> door, nigga. I can see why you niggas be getting set up. <laughs> and it ain't even that. I don't even be afraid of that shit, of being set up. I just don't want you in my house. <laughs> it's, it's as simple as that, dog. I'm, yeah, our shit is like our sanctuary, our kingdom. So I'm like, yo, that's that's my shit. You know what I'm saying? Is if something's fucked up in my house, it's my fault. I I'll, I'll sleep good at night knowing that. But if I having multiple women just coming in and out all the time, it's just like, yo, that's too many motherfuckers know where I live. That's that's enough. Remember uh, the viral clip of Vince Staples saying his friends don't know where he lives, <laughs> and the the interviewer is just shocked, like. What do you mean? So what do you do for holidays? Like, nigga, what? You give a fuck about holidays? Like, we don't, like, bro, the only person who knows where I live is my manager, nigga. That is it. I will meet y'all niggas elsewhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm, not, I'm not about to play with you niggas. Like, I'm the same way except for my brothers. I trust my brothers. Like, they know where I stay at. Them niggas is welcome anytime. Women, you have to actually try out. Tryouts, nigga. I need to see what your jumper like, how you play on defense. What are your ball skills? I need to see everything before you come over to my humble abode. <laughs> but when they do come over there, they be impressed, though. It's like, wow, he's really clean and all this shit. I'm like, the bar is in hell, man. The bar is in hell. I knew the bar was in hell when I was just wiping my countertops. Like, I have this, like, OCD shit about my kitchen. And it was just like a, I don't know, it was like a speck somehow that I missed. So, you know, I just grab the towel, start wiping it down. But then once, I'm one of those people that once I start cleaning, I start cleaning other shit. And she was like, oh my God, I ain't never seen no nigga do this, da da da. I'm like, yeah, this is the last time we hanging out. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking it's just some regular shit. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna. I'm not giving you no dick tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no dick for you. <laughs> You. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god put that down as option as uh, episode name <laughs> man this shit just came oh out of nowhere gosh, this shit was hilarious uh, hey, matter of fact since I'm here since I'm here I'm gonna name y'all five anime that scare the hoes <laughs> let's, 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 let's keep this going I'm gonna give you the opposite this is what you don't play when shorty comes over number one Naruto Shippuden get that shit out of here fam you really about to watch a nigga chase another man for 300 episodes she gonna think you a creep get out of here that's, no, that's another anime that scare the hoes number two any Gundam series I love Gundam with all my heart. I promise you I do. But if you watch Gundam with a shorty for the first time, man, she about to be drooling on your couch. She falling asleep, fam. She's falling asleep immediately. <laughs> She's going to think, this nigga boring and insane. There's something wrong with this. Look, I'm, the, I'm one of the biggest Gundam fans. Like, 8th MS Team, that's my favorite one. 0080, Stardust Memory, my shit. Iron-Blooded Orphans, yes. G-Fighters, fam. Like, that's my shit, dog. Like, I love Gundam. That shit scared the hoes. 
I'm sorry. I gotta call a spade a spade. I'm not a hater. I'm just a realist. That's just the truth. Every time I've watched Gundam with a woman, she's just like, yo, hey, can we, uh, can you go out and, like, do something exciting, like, punch a nigga or something? This is, this, this is, this isn't doing it for me right now. Like, for real. Number three, Cowboy Bebop. This is, Cowboy Bebop is my all-time favorite anime. All-time. It is Cowboy Bebop and whatever else after number one. That is my favorite anime ever. If, if you let her watch Cowboy Bebop, you might, hey, go give her your throw pillow, your throw blankets. She's falling asleep on that too, fam. That's one of them <laughs> joints that you got to really be like an anime fan to really like appreciate. So get your throw blanket. Yo, if you a man and you ain't got throw blankets in your crib, I don't trust you. You need at least two throw blankets in your crib. <laughs> and they, and they, they cannot be gifts from women. You have to actually actively go out and buy the throw blankets. If you do not have throw blankets in your crib, Oh my God, your ankles are ashy. I know they are. Like, and you probably ain't bought drawers in six months. Like, yo, buy the throw blankets. What are you doing? You know, you know all women are anemic. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? You gotta, you gotta be prepared. One, one of the best comp, like, ooh, what's this blanket? <laughs> Ugh, baby. Ugh, baby. <laughs> That's for you. I don't use that. I'm like, dog, I walk. Look, I'm a skinny nigga. I don't really get cold for real. I don't really get hot for real. I just be in my crib chilling. That's why my gas bill be so low. They be like, this nigga don't ever use his AC. Damn right I don't. I only use it when I have people in my home. <laughs> That's the only time I turn it on. Like, that is it. I got big. I got a big fan game, my boy. <laughs> big fans. <laughs> got two of them motherfuckers blowing at all times. Like prostitutes. <laughs> for real. Straight up. Uh, number four, number uh, what is number three? Number two, Tokyo Revengers. We're not watching niggas who get beat up and don't do shit back. That that's setting the wrong example for your shorty. You, you like Takamichi? Good for you. He's 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 weird. Like you don't need to watch that with a woman. Get that out of here. Tokyo Revengers number two, number one, Steins Gate. I know y'all think Steins Gate is the greatest anime of of all time. I do too. It is one of the greatest of all time. You put Stein. Putting Steins Gate on with a shorty at your crib for the first time is like her passing you the aux cord and you play Eminem. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Like, what do you you know damn well you should be playing Don Tolliver. What is wrong with you niggas? Like, can't can't stand you. Can't stand you. But those are the five anime in Benny's opinion that scares the hoes. I need y'all to write all ten of those animes down in columns. The ones that scare the hoes, the ones I need to watch with the baddies. That's what you need to separate it into. And you're gonna be okay, fam. You're gonna be alright. You're gonna be here. I'm trying to, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help you horny ass niggas. <laughs> I'm, I'm really am. Like, I'm giving y'all jewels. I'm giving y'all gems. Of how to live life. How to be that guy. You think I became Benny by pretending to be weirdo niggas out there? No. I had to, I had to take my L's. Take my lumps like a man. And I'm like, oh, this is how you do things. This is how things go. You got soda in your refrigerator. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I, I'm not a, I'm, I don't mean to hate on soda, but soda's one of those. I'm like, yo, what, what you drinking soda, man? I, you need to have bottled water for your shorties in your, in your refrigerator. What are you doing? Y- y- y'all, got, y'all got the baddies drinking tap water, fam? Stop. Why 
Don't y'all, why, why is there no water filters in your cribs? You need, you need the, uh, what's the joint called? The filter, the, the pitcher? Oh, the Brita. Yeah, the Brita. I got two of them. Got one on my sink and the pitcher. Man, get your Brita game get up. Get your niggas. Brita game up. We the Brita boys. <laughs> Peakness Podcast, the Brita boys. Ooh. Another title. We can do this all night in our sleep. I told y'all. Look, let me put this, let me put the water down. Look, I told y'all a long fucking time ago that I come from the best podcast in the game. This isn't new. I was like, yo, if I get into this anime nerdy podcasting shit, they're going to be like, yo, where the fuck did this nigga come from? Nah, I've been here. We've been here, fam. We've been doing this. This is, this is nothing new. The, the way we can go off the cuff like this is because niggas is funny in real life. You niggas is funny acting. There's a difference. <laughs> the, like, I'm trying Again, I'm trying to give jewels. Like, you know what I'm saying? These niggas trying to break the internet. We trying to break the bank. Talk to me. Talk to me nice, though. Like a new edition ballad. Before you do anything else, you know what I'm saying? But we here to stay. Peakness Podcast is here to stay. We are the new Marlos in town. We're the new Marlos from the wire. We got the corners. They all ours. In the words of Benny Siegel, you either get down or you lay down. And when you lay down, you stay down. Just don't cross us. Just come kick it with us. We're good guys. Women respect us. We don't act weird around women. We're family men. We can be trusted. And we got Britas. What more do you fucking need? What more do you fucking need? I made a promise that I was going to do this in under hour and 15. And guess what? We did that shit. So whatever we name this episode, I can't wait. I want y'all to take all these jewels that we have bestowed upon you and live your best life. And stop being horny. That's the end of my rant. <laughs> I'm Benny D. Greenheart. It's QD Cold-Blooded. Give us one more peakness for the road, my friend. I'm nothing like you niggas. <laughs> <laughs> peakness. Peak.